So that if you're a head of household, it's $18,000. If, if you're a married filing jointly, it's uh, $24,000, $12,000 for a single filer. And what we're finding is uh, that people are, are going to be able to uh, uh, do their taxes very quickly, uh, not have to worry about filling in uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the forms because uh, their standard deduction is going to take care of all these itemizations that that they may have done in the past. And you would so, only need to itemize if uh, it exceeded if the it ex- standard deduction. If it exceeds your standard deduction. So, for example, if your uh, property tax, your uh, mortgage interest deduction, uh, your other, uh, let's say, your charitable giving exceeds $24,000 for a, a couple uh, filing jointly or, or, or $12,000 for a, a single person, then in that case, you would want to itemize. But the vast majority of people are uh, are under that limit. So there, there's no need to uh, to fill out all these uh, all this information. And that was a change that was made uh, by Congress. That is the uh, Tax Cut Jobs Act of uh, December of last year. So uh, the uh, the Trump administration and Congress passed that uh, very late in the year, uh, and a lot of changes that came into being from it. Uh, the, the primary one that we've been just beating the drums relentlessly on is the uh, withholding. We want to make sure that everybody has the right amount of taxes withheld from their paycheck because they may have an unpleasant surprise this next uh, tax filing season because they may find out that they're under withholding. So, um, and I just anecdotally, you know, talking to neighbors, talking to my friends, uh, the ones that finally got around to checking their withholding, they said, look, you know, I, I filled out that form when I started 13 years ago. I filled out that form when, you know, for HR uh, the last time when, you know, my, my son was born 10 years ago. Well, the, the tax law changes mean that uh, the amount that's, that's withheld from your paycheck may be less than what's needed. So the people who have always been used to getting a uh, – a refund may find out they're not going to get a refund or in fact that they owe. So that's why we've been promoting the idea of a paycheck checkup. If you work and you get a paycheck from an employer, you want to make sure that you go to the IRS website, irs.gov, and go to the paycheck checkup and put your, your personal information in there. Uh, it not, it's not identifiable, so we're not going to, you know, not your social security number, nothing like that, but just how much you make, your uh, deductions, your, your uh, exemptions and so on. And you're going to figure out whether, uh, you're going to get what you get every year. Let's say you get you know a couple thousand dollars or if you break even every year. But if you're going to owe, what you want to do is adjust it so that you don't owe or uh, if you uh, do want – if it, you don't mind writing a, a check at the end of the year, that's fine. But uh, if it's something that's a surprise, we don't want it to be an unpleasant surprise. So we really encourage people to take care of that and do a paycheck checkup. How do you protect yourself against a scam if you're a taxpayer? The – Three biggest things to remember um, is that the IRS is never going to ask you for money immediately. Um, Sometimes you'll hear people say, well, you know, the the IRS is calling, the IRS never calls. You know what? Actually, sometimes we do call. It's very rare, but sometimes we do call. But we're never going to threaten you. We're never going to ask for immediate payment. We're never going to ask that you pay by a certain method. If somebody says they're from the IRS and that you have to pay by this method, uh, whether it's a, uh, a certain kind of debit card or whether it's a gift card, that's a big red flag that it's a scam. So just remember th- those three things. No threats, uh, no demands for immediate payment, and no particular payment methods. At the end of the year, people uh, tend to give money to charity uh, so that they can uh, uh, 
deduct that from their taxes. Uh, WDET, of course, uh, uh, asks people to make year-end contributions and reminds them that uh, they are tax-deductible. What do we need to know about uh, giving to charity? What you want to do is make sure that you have proof of uh, of your giving, whether it's a, a stub of a, or a canceled check, or if you are giving, uh, let's say at a at an event, or if you're giving, um, let's say at at a, a, a church service or so on, and it's cash, you want to get a receipt because it's no longer the case where uh, you can just give cash and say this is what I gave, um, and and we take your word for it. If you're going to give uh, any amount of cash to any any charitable institution and you want to take that deduction, you want to make sure that you get a receipt um, that verifies that. That's the, the most important thing is that you uh, have proof of your donations. Anything you wanted to add? We don't have an exact date on when the tax season is going to start, but it's, sometime, it's going to be sometime in January. And we want people to start making plans now. Look out in the mail for those forms that say uh, or those letters that say tax form enclosed. Uh, Make sure you put everything in one same place, whether it's a shoebox or that your junk drawer or whatever it is. Make sure you start collecting those tax documents. Keep them in one place and start doing your homework on choosing a preparer. If you're going to choose uh, a tax professional. There's lots of great tax professionals, and there's great tax professional organizations, whether it's you know CPAs or enrolled agents or whatever. Uh, make sure you do your homework because I, I know, I know too many people who do. They just take more time planning out their their weekend TV viewing than they do in uh, picking out the person who's going to prepare their taxes. And this is the one time of the year where you give somebody, and it might be a stranger, everything. Your date of birth, your social security number, your children's social security numbers, their dates of birth, all the sensitive information, your bank accounts. Um, make sure that you're doing, you're giving all that information to somebody who is trustworthy and somebody who uh, knows what they're doing and will maximize the benefit for you. But uh, just beware because if it's too good to be true, it probably is, and you may fall victim to a scam.